What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another quick solo episode here on the Multifamily Wealth Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about operations, specifically revenue management and why it is so critical to multifamily operations. This is something that we're being incredibly mindful of in our business right now uh, in terms of managing our rent roll, managing our revenue, managing our occupancy, trying to reduce our vacancy. I mean, we're always very concerned about it, but right now we're even more concerned about it. And it, I'm always, I'm constantly reminded how important revenue management is because it's basically 80% of multifamily operations at the end of the day. Um, and I'm going to talk about some of the things that we're specifically doing to try and manage our revenue well and manage our rent roll well at, at this point in time. But I'll back up a couple steps here, zoom out a little bit, and quickly talk about why revenue management is so critical in successful asset management and successful operations of multifamily assets. And fundamentally speaking, it's just for one reason. And it's because most expenses are fixed when you're operating a piece of real estate. When I say fixed, I mean, they're going to be the same regardless of your occupancy, regardless of your average rents, regardless of anything on the revenue side, right? Uh, expense line items such as property taxes and insurance and common area utilities. These are often going to be expenses that are not different, whether you're at 60% occupancy or 100%, whether you're at average rents of 1300 or 1500 Property taxes don't care how many people are living in your building and how much you're paying. Same thing with insurance. And even though the other expenses that are on a multifamily P&L, such as your water sewer cost, um, you know, such as maybe your legal costs, such as your repairs and maintenance costs, those are going to depend on your occupancy. You know, if you're at 60% occupancy versus 70%, you have less individuals living in your building and assuming that you're on the hook for water sewer as the owner, there's just going to be less people taking showers and less people flushing toilets. So your cost is going to be a little bit lower. But oftentimes those expenses are tied to occupancy and not your average rents. So they are fixed in a sense, right? Your water sewer bill is going to be the same in a, in a unit that you're charging 1300 for or 1500 for. Um, not really going to be that different, right? It's based on occupancy, you know, not what they're paying, right? Occupants and occupancy, excuse me. So once you realize thoroughly that basically all of your expenses are not tied to your average rents or your occupancy, and that revenue management is really the key to your NOI, you start to focus on it a lot more, right? So that's one fundamental thing I wanted to convey in this episode. Now, let's talk about revenue management and what that even means. Now, we define revenue management as making sure we keep rents at market and reducing our vacancy rate, which in turn in, uh, is basically our goal to do that is to increase our renewal rate. Um, so there's two types of vacancy, right? Where you have a tenant leave uh, or you turn a unit over after you take it, you, know, you buy a property, you're doing a value add, maybe you turn a unit. And then you're doing construction and leasing it, right? We want to reduce that vacancy period of time. Now, we also want to reduce renewal rates, or excuse me, increase renewal rates. Um, and we want to make sure that when we sign a lease with a tenant, they were doing everything we can to get them to sign another lease so that they don't move out and so that we don't have vacancy. And, you know, the, the numbers are going to be different in every market as it relates to what's a standard renewal rate. What's, what's the standard vacancy rate? I mean, that's totally dependent on market, totally dependent on property class. So I'm not even going to share what we're trying to achieve from a goal standpoint there. But you should be taking your the benchmark in your market best as you can find it, right? 
what's your market vacancy rate? And you should try to be managing towards that in terms of the vacancy in your portfolio. Now, there are some markets that are just total outliers. For example, New Hampshire has one of the lowest vacancy rates in the entire country. It's like 2%, right? You're almost never going to achieve that in active operations if you're trying to keep your rent roll at market. So we're trying to manage to a 4 or 5% vacancy rate. Um, again, totally different in a, high, in a more high supply market, like a, a Phoenix, Arizona. Their vacancy rate's higher right now. Last time I, I think I looked at the data, it was 6 7 8%, something like that. So you should try to be, you should be managing towards that as an asset manager, as an owner of multifamily real estate. Now, the number that's going to be harder to get is your renewal rates, right? That's something that you're going to have to just maybe ask around, ask other investors, ask other PMs. How many tenants do you see renewing their leases? And what's more challenging there is that that's oftentimes very specific to property class and it's very specific to the quality of management that a management company or an investor is providing. So theirs might be really high or really low, um, depending on what they're doing. And it might be hard to compare yours against it. I think a great rule of thumb is just 50%. You want half your tenants staying, you know, re-upping on their lease. And that's going to help you to reduce your vacancy rate. If you see that number at like 30%, 40%, if you just kind of get a sense that nobody's renewing their lease and you're much farther below that metric than you think makes sense then you might have to do some troubleshooting. You know, is your PM responding to maintenance requests quickly? Um, is the renovation you did just crappy and you put a bad product out in the market and you have a tenant that just doesn't want to stay there? Um, are you not screening your tenants well and you're putting bad tenants in a building next to good tenants and those good tenants want to leave because they don't want to live next to those folks, right? It's all kinds of different things that you can try and troubleshoot there. But the important thing is that you care about it first and foremost. And um on the vacancy side too, I've released a lot of solo episodes around dialing in your vacancy uh, or dialing in your leasing process so that you reduce vacancy. Are your pictures good? Is your description good? Are you getting showing scheduled quickly? Are you just responding to inquiries quickly? And that's the other piece of that. But everyone in this business right now needs to be hyper-focused on their rent roll and on their occupancy because that is where the successful multifamily operation starts and, and really where it ends in a lot of ways too. Um, as it relates to ongoing asset management outside of any construction management or anything like that, which is a whole different conversation. Now, there's all kinds of nuance in your strategy too. You know, I think that um, the goals of an of an value add investor who is trying to um, work through a business plan and set themselves up for a very successful refinance where they achieve a, a very high value is going to be very different than an owner who has owned a piece of real estate for ten years by themselves and they care less about maximizing rents and more about keeping tenants because they like it to be turnkey. They like it to be easy. The, they like the consistent income, you know, and, and that's going to be different than somebody who uh, maybe sits in the middle somewhere. You know, they, they're a professional owner, but they just, they've already done their refi. Now they care a little bit more, care more about occupancy and making distributions than they do about absolutely, max, absolutely maximizing their rent roll. And they might be, you know, trying to plug along with smaller annual increases than, um, maybe the investor that's gearing up towards a capital event or a sale where they might be trying to absolutely maximize the rent that they can achieve by offering concessions, right? Maybe they could lease a unit for 1500, but they offer it to the market for 1600 with one month off. Right. And, you know, one month free in terms of uh, when they sign a lease, they get a month, a month free. And that produces a much more attractive rent roll. So that six months down the line, when the lender's looking at their T6, 
the income is higher, right? It's a better looking T6. They have higher NOI. They have a better looking rent roll and they might be able to achieve a higher appraised value. So what is right for you and your business depends on the deal, depends on who you are as an investor, depends on your internal goals, goals, excuse me. But at any given time, you can be prioritizing either occupancy or your rent roll from the actual rents you're achieving. It's hard to get both of those at the same time, right? Um, if you want really high occupancy in a really turnkey building, your rents are probably going to sit slightly below market. If you want the highest rents you can achieve for your units, you're probably going to have to accept a level of vacancy because tenants are going to leave. They're going to go find a better deal every once in a while. And you're, you're basically trading high occupancy for a higher rent roll. What's the right answer? What's the right approach? Different for everybody. But understanding how those two things play into each other, what stage you should be in with a with a given deal, and fundamentally understanding that successful multifamily operations starts with your rent roll, starts with your occupancy, starts with your renewal rate. It's going to be very critical. So I hope this was a value-add episode for all the multifamily operators out there. And, um, and for those of you that aren't actively operating multifamily and uh, are investing passively, have a con have a conversation with you know a potential GP or a potential sponsor about how they think about all this stuff, right? And again, depending on their answer, might uh, align with your goals as an investor or not. But fundamentally, what you should at least be hearing from them is that they have a plan, that they have a strategy, that they track this data. So uh, to make a long story short, keep an eye on your rent roll, keep an eye on your occupancy. Very critical nowadays. If you learned something in this episode, please consider leaving the podcast both a rating and a review. Helps the show get in front of more folks. And that's how we grow this podcast. So appreciate everybody out there that is consistently tuning in, leaving ratings, leaving reviews. You guys are the best. And I'll catch you guys next week. Thank you.